Main Street to Wall Street. Global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. The headlines tell us we're in the midst of the greatest reset. Unemployment may be down to pre-pandemic lows, but businesses of all sizes are having trouble finding workers. It's all about job hopping and great resignation. Today's guest is trying to solve that. Evan Schoen is the chairman and CEO of Recruiter.com, a company that helps organizations fill their talent pipelines. Evan, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Hey, Jeffrey. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Big fan, and uh, really, thank you so much. I'm staying on for the next one, so I want to—I got to learn more about my portfolio in the next session. But really, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> well, we do a lot of programs. There'll be you know three or four hundred a year, so this is great to be able to have it, and we're glad to have you on this one as we talk about jobs. Now, take us beyond the latest job report. You work with companies both big and small. How hard is it right now to hire people? Harder than it was two years ago. Uh, actually, we, we really believe that, it, that we could break this up throughout this conversation, but we believe and predict that the U.S. economy will spend $50 billion more hiring in 22 than it did in 2019. Now, so let's break all this stuff up, right? So you, you mentioned a few things in one breath, but there are a bunch of trends that are going on at the same time. So the first two are really what we will call episodic. Right, these one-time things. So we have this 3.9% unemployment rate. You can't find anyone to go into a factory or it's hard to find workers, 10, 10.5 million open jobs and you know, uh, throughout uh, the different job boards. You walk by a restaurant and they're understaffed. This is all episodic. The next level, right? we had this great resignation, something we actually called, I think about a week before they announced the numbers of uh, people that quit in August. Now, what most people don't know is that in the U.S., there is regular turnover, right, in companies. And it's between 22 and 25 percent. Let's go 22 percent, uh, just for argument's sake. That turnover every year, right? So financial services might have 15 percent, retail might have 80 percent, and you have 100 people, and every year, 20 are going to leave in some industries, 30 in others, 18 in others, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what the Great Resignation was really about is people not leaving right? Your producer, he, he decided he's having a great time. He doesn't want to leave. But as soon as the world's opening up, okay, you know what? I'm out. And it could be a variety of reasons, Jeffrey. It could be, I've been waiting to leave. I just didn't want it. I moved to Florida. I don't want to go back to in-person in New York. I never want to go back in person. I only want to go back in person. I don't have childcare anymore. Variety of reasons about this great resignation. And we're going to see that peter off probably by the summer. But what's really replacing it is something that was actually occurring right before the pandemic and what we actually call the job hopper economy. So what you're really starting to see, and let's go back not too long ago, you know, the day and age of getting uh, uh, you know, the gold watch for being at a company for 25 years is just those, over. The, those are gone. Just doesn't just doesn't yeah. exist anymore. In fact, I would say to you, Jeffrey, you know, if you saw five years ago a resume of a 30-year-old who'd been at the same company for 10 years. Let's assume it's not McKinsey or Google or something, you know, Goldman Sachs. You know, you would say, you would use words to describe that individual, loyal, committed, steadfast, right? That, that's kind of how you would describe them. Right. If I asked you now, 2022, a 30-year-old been at the same company for a decade, you'd probably use words like lazy, risk-averse. You might even say, what, does no one want to offer this person a job? You know, so this has really created this job hopper economy. 
about two months ago, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, wrote an article at begging <laughs> employees, please stay out of company for at least 24 months. And this was really in response to a survey that came out that said uh, 60% of all millennials had no problem leaving the job within the first six months. So, let's, so now let's break this all up, right? I have this desire to leave. I have all these great opportunities. Wages are up. I want to choose how I want to work. I want remote. I never want to go in. I want to go in every other month, all this other stuff. And interviewing is now a piece of cake, right? No longer do you have to like bring the suit to the office, right? And talk about a funeral that you got to go to for the afternoon and uh, this whole lying about going on an interview. <laughs> yeah, we've all done, oh, we're going off. My uncle's sister died. It's so sad. I have to go to the funeral. Like we, we've all done that. And interviewing today is all done online, you know, video interview. So I could work from anywhere. Company could hire from anywhere. Interviewing is a 15-minute, you know, video interview. Wages are up. And if once we remove the stigma of leaving a company, right, I don't have to be at a company for four years anymore or five years to, to demonstrate my, you know, incredible prowess. I could leave whenever I want. All of a sudden, now you're going to just see this massive churn. And, and if you hit 30% churn... and you, Microsoft economists were thinking, another economist thought the number would be like 40% this year, but 30, at a 30% churn above the 22% equates to over $50 billion. The average cost to hire a non-executive is $4,425. And that, those numbers go back to 2021. So just time the numbers. It's, it's a pretty crazy number. So finally, I know this is a long-winded answer, Jeffrey, but while the November numbers only added 200 jobs, and we all keep looking at, oh, how many jobs are being added? There were 6.7 million people hired in November of 21, right? Not the two, the 200,000 represent the new jobs that were created. And for your Wall Street audience, it'd be the equivalent of looking at the housing, the health of the housing market based on how many new homes were built, right? How many people are homeless and how many people are, uh, and first time, and uh, how many homes are being built? That doesn't deliver the message of the health of the housing market. You're looking at first-time home buyers. You're looking at mortgage applications, and I think this the uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics numbers are really from a time where someone oh, once Jeffrey has a job, he's there for thirty years. Next, move, move on. Who wants a job? Here's a job. Go. And I think there's there's far more dynamics that are taking place today, certainly in in a post-pandemic world. Well, we're learning a lot about the Great Resignation, and of course, job hopping. And I want to come right back after this message. I'm going to find out why executives just don't get it because they don't get it. We'll be taking a break and we'll be right back after this message. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. C-Suite Radio. Hey, everybody. We are back. I'm talking with Evan Schoen. He's the chairman and CEO of Recruiter.com, a company that helps organizations fill their talent pipelines. 
Hey, before the break, you were talking about the great resignation and what's the factors that go into all this. But one of the biggest things I think is that executives just don't get it. They don't understand about the current job market. Why is that? Because it's something that no one really talked about, right? We, when we talk about supply chains, you think about semiconductors, right? And so all of a sudden now, this is really frontline conversation. You know, you saw Goldman Sachs report numbers last week. What was their miss? And if you, you appealed away the onion, the miss was they spent more on, rete- on hiring and retention than they had expected. And yeah. that's what we're predicting, that companies all of a sudden now, and by the way, the leading indicator here was we saw a huge surge in recruiters. Right, Wall Street Journal had an article. The hardest thing to recruit for is recruiters, and we actually have a, the largest platform of recruiters and thirty thousand on our platform. Just a, you know, an amazing platform for recruiters and both on-demand recruiters that convert over to full-time. We do that all the time for different companies, but that's a leading indicator. People, companies started to stock up on recruiters, knowing that the talent acquisition challenge of twenty-two is going to be fierce. Yeah. Do you, do you think employers are going to get it though, Evan? I mean. Because a lot of people are young people are coming to their employers now and going, I don't want to work in the office anymore. I want to work totally from home. And that's not been in our vocabulary in the past, or at least anything in terms of a in, you know, conception of this is the way it's going to work. And so I think our first reaction for most employers is no way. They ain't going to happen. I want you in the office. I want to see you around. Even if I'm not in the office, I want to see you in the office. You think employers are going to be able to get that and understand it? The answer is yes. You know, we started calling it the great reevaluation. You know, you just put the word great in front of anything, and that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> um, I, I, so let me give you another image of it. Running a business today, you have to balance the people that want to work remote, the people that want to work hybrid, the people that want to work in the office, the people that are more metric-based, the people that are time-based, all these other things. But guess what? If I'm rebuilding my company and 20, 30% are leaving anyway, I get to decide as a business owner, as the executive, as you say, how do I want to hire back, right? And, and by the way, there's something, very, there's something very refreshing about that. Hey, you only want to work remote and I don't want you to work remote. So I'm not going to hire you. I'm only going to hire the people that want to work within the culture that, that I want to create. And by the way, you know, I got called by a number of like reporters. You know, what do you think of uh, JP Morgan forcing everyone back in the office? I said, that's their decision, right? They're optimizing for, hey, they know that their training program requires in-person. Now, Shopify, they went 100% virtual. And guess what? They love it because they're attract- They're in Ottawa and they're attracting engineers now from Facebook and Google who want to work at Shopify, but don't want to move. By the Ottawa. way, who wa- and who wants to live in That's Ottawa? Right. Who nope. wants to yeah, live in Ottawa? Go. So yeah. what's really interesting is this sort of work from anywhere mantra that people are talking about. We actually predicted uh, in December that work from anywhere is going to morph into hire from anywhere. I now could hire anyone from anywhere. And what that really means is that everyone in this country is now more valuable than they were three years ago. Everybody, from the, the Java developer to the chief product officer to the person willing to walk to a restaurant or a factory, everyone is more valuable because everyone sort of recognizes, here's what I need. And what I, if, I, if I need Jeffrey to work for me, right? it doesn't matter what that salary is or whatever balance I have to create for you. And I think you're going to see companies take talent acquisition and talent effectiveness to a, to a degree very similar, in, in my opinion, to the way we looked at security, right, in the, in the uh, late 90s, 2000s, right? No one really cared about security until late 99, 2000. We just didn't really talk about it. And all of a sudden now, every real company has a chief security officer, IT security, network security, uh, intrusion detection, firewall prevention, all these other things. And I would say talent acquisition and effectiveness is really going to start to become part of the standard 
language of every company, large and small. You know, you said hire from anyone. Do you think the uh, the trend of working from home? Do you think this is a trend that's permanent? And is yeah. it a hit to is it a hit to the corporate culture? I think it's a hit to the corporate cultures where there is this challenge of in, inside the organization of the remote workers from the in-person workers. And, you know, what it really does is, is to say, you know, used to be a, the hiring manager said, look, I need to fill that seat. So I need to fill that seat with someone with the skill set. Now I actually have to say, I need to fill that seat with someone, A, with that skill set and B, that aligns with the corporate culture that we're trying to create, right? Goldman Sachs, if they're trying to fill their desks with people that are coming into the office, can't attract people that don't want to come into the office. So what happens now? Well, they have to find jobs of people that don't care about that, that want to work remote. That's why I said it's kind of refreshing because we're not we're not dancing around anymore. You know, let's talk about recruit.com for a second. We're about 70 something people in the company, but we've always been virtual. Where culture starts to have a hard time is where 80% of the people are in person and 20% are virtual. And you're trying to build a culture that how do we make all the, that 20% feel really good, et cetera. But you know what? You got to look at companies that were always doing that. You know, sales guys were always out in the field or, you know, salespeople were always out in the field. We were years ago developing uh, development operations. Oh, we have a software development team here, a software development team here. So we always had, or, you know, many companies, these satellite offices, these satellite areas and had to keep people all together. So it's certainly something that's at the top of mind of folks, but but I think it's not an either or. You know, you and I grew up in the, you know, VHS or Betamax world, right? HBO or Showtime. We're in an either, we're in an and both now. We're really in, right. you know, how do I make this work? What do I want to optimize for? And how do I move forward in a, in a cohesive fashion? Hey, let's take another break. And I want to come back and talk about the cost of talent acquisition because you mentioned $50 billion. That's what it be, my friends. We'll be right back after this message. C-Suite Radio. And we are back. Thank you much, so much for joining us right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazard from C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV. I'm talking with the chairman and CEO of Recruiter.com, Evan Schoen. We're talking about the great, great, great reset. Uh, using that word great, I love that because right now everything is great. Not always good great, but it's great. That's, that's right. For sure. That's right. Un- we went from unprecedented to great to unprecedented to great. You know, there you yeah. go, right? Well, at least it's not employment gate, you know, or something like that. We went that's from right. gate to great. So I think we add a little bit to it. But let me talk about employee churn because our companies underestimating the cost of talent acquisition. Yes. Yeah. Do you want more than that? But okay. Yeah, so, I do. Um, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you know, so, and why so are let's, they? Let's look at it. Let's, let's yeah. look at it. Let's, let's break the numbers down. Talent acquisition as an industry. And if you look at talent acquisition being like candidate identification, recruiting, outsourced uh, recruiting services, you know, that, that industry alone is about $76 billion. So th- this is a huge giant industry. And if you take a look at, you know, there's a, there's an organization called SHRM. You could Google them. They will tell you that the cost to hire a, uh, an employee, the average cost to hire an employee non-executive is $4,425. And that was in 21. In 2019, it was $4,120. So the number is increasing. And obviously, we'd expect it to increase, you know, in, in 22 also. And that's the, the cost to hire. That includes marketing. Uh, that includes scheduling and time and all these other things. So if you take a look at that cost, by the way, the cost to hire an executive on average is around fourteen plus thousand dollars. But let's just assume for a moment the four thousand four hundred twenty-five dollars. So this great resignation, the people that are leaving are not just the factory workers; they're the guys that left a long time ago. You know, we're trying to get those back. The people that are churning are the job developers, the financial analysts, 
you know, the attorneys, the healthcare worker, you know, those are the people that are churning, but let's still just use those numbers still at the $4,425 and everyone on listening could take out their calculator. The average number of people hired in 2019 was 5.8 million people per month. So 5.8 million people per month were hired on average in 2019. Now that includes people leaving jobs and people getting jobs, right? It's both the hiring numbers themselves. The number that gets reported once a month is really the net new jobs, right? So we're not talking about net new because the cost of hiring, what's the difference whether you're hiring for a new job or someone that left and you have to replace that job? It's still someone, you still got to put the butt in the seat, if you will. So if 6.7 million people were hired in November of 21, that's an additional $900,000. That was uh, 900,000 people that were hired in November 21 versus, November, versus the average in 2019, times that by $4,425. And it's a very, very sizable number. Times that by 12, it reduced it a little bit just for seasonality. There's a lot of money that is going to be spent in 22 to hire. And we're seeing it now. We're seeing companies staff up on recruiters. Our numbers are growing. So we gave Q4 numbers at preliminary unaudited numbers. Our software numbers grew by 60%. Our top line revenue grew by over 40%. This is quarter over quarter growth. So we have, we have AI software that helps find and identify candidates that raise their hands. We've got 1. 150 million candidates in our profiling uh, for AI sourcing, uh, AI search and engagement tools. And then we have on-demand recruiters that help companies large and small fill those pipeline buckets and, and put people through the process. It's harder now, right? You're seeing ghosting. You're seeing people not show up to work. Uh, not respond, not re, yeah, not re, or not, not even responding to, you know, hey, are you going to come work for us? You know, that, that's right. So you're, you're seeing that across the board. And, you know, and once you el- eliminate the stigma of leaving a company quickly, if that's gone, what stops you? And by the way, mm. think about when you were working in a company, there's the culture, you're coming in person, you have friends there. What if that's gone? What if there is no office, right? If there's nothing there. And this is from the candidate side. If there's nothing there, what, what's keeping you there? The paycheck, the work-life balance? What if I give you a better work-life balance? So yeah. I, I think the, the priorities as individuals have just absolutely changed in the last two years. And you said it before, I think companies are catching up to those priorities. And it's tough for them. So for hiring managers in the audience who are having trouble finding candidates, how can they fill the pipeline? Let's use a restaurant and customers in a restaurant, right? You have a door and you put a sign out that says, come on in, you know, half price lunch, whatever that is. You're getting traffic. You're getting a little bit of traffic. Putting another door right into your restaurant is not going to drive more traffic, right? You, got, you probably got to do something proactive that gets yeah. more and more people to come back, you know, to come into your store. And what we're really seeing now I was companies saying, all right, how do I get more flow? And you know, we have tools that do it. There's some other Silicon Valley tools that, that are really uh, effective in helping companies not just you know, find the Java developer, but actually get them interested in the opportunity. And there's a lot of science around getting that done. And then there's also the meaningful conversation, right? You want to be spending more time in conversation rather than finding people. And that's usually what we, you know, that's what we really do in, in a very successful fashion. So how's it how's it working for Recruiter.com? How much trouble have you had finding workers? We've been very lucky. Uh, look, we, we also in Q4 saw you know regrettable churn go up. You know people actually leaving. Our, we're in a little bit of a more difficult situation because we're in a ridiculously hot industry, right? We are yeah. Recruiter.com, so you know our industry is you know people picking off our recruiters. But you know we've really created what we really did. Is that we really you know. Uh, did what we actually recommend to companies is we really sat down with everyone in the company 
and really mapped out a progressive a progression plan for them. And that's what we're really recommending to people to do. You know, not just hey, here's your bonus for the year. Thanks again for coming. Hey, here's what I here's where I expect you to be in in three months, in six months, in nine months. Here's a retention bonus to to stay through the year. I got to be able to show and demonstrate progression across the board. And that'd be my recommendation to your audience. You know, hiring managers, anyone that's really managing people is, you know, if rest assured, they have lots of opportunities and you don't want them to call you up and say, you know, in the old days, they would say, look, I got an offer. Can you match the offer? Compensation is not the biggest thing anymore, right? right? So, you know, we used to solve problems. You know, you and I grew up with the expression, there's nothing that money can't solve. The answer is that doesn't work anymore. Right. Right. It just doesn't work anymore. And it so, helps. It helps, but it's it not the hurt. only thing, right? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. You know, but we had we saw a survey that said that, you know, 25% of people would take a pay cut to, to go remote. Yeah. That whole prioritization is just something that we're all struggling with. You know, the fact that your priorities have changed from the way we used to do business is more that's that's really more pronounced than what your priorities actually are. Right. You know, because that's the difference here right. now. And, yeah. you know, the day and age of saying, well, Andy's not going to leave because he just signed and he's not going anywhere. We just gave him a bonus. That doesn't work anymore. You know, we really proactively have to be saying, how do I make sure that the people that want to stay are staying? How do we focus? And, you know, by the way, it's from to our board of directors. It's one of our key metrics. Now. It's not just revenue growth and it's not just profitability growth. It's also what are we doing to build an A plus virtual organization? Hey, one last question. We got about a minute left. Are you using content to help drive? I know we use word of mouth, like and getting friends, but how about content? How are you using content at recruiter.com? Absolutely. You know, the way our AI software works, it's really two parts, right? There's a there's the uh, sourcing side of it. Like, let's go find all the folks that I need. If I'm looking for licensed therapists, let me build a list of all the licensed therapists that we have inside of our, you know, 150 million plus profiles. But then we actually market to those people through software. So a lot of content, a lot of creative content to get the candidate interested in raising their hand saying, yeah, I'm interested in learning more about that opportunity. So we take content very seriously. We have some incredibly skilled people in content because of your marketing, right? I got the, I have to mark the same way I have to market to get you to come into my restaurant. Not, are you hungry? Come on in, right? But what are you hungry for? What do you like to eat? How do you like to be served? What culture, what ambient, uh, ambience are you looking for? You know, that language that I need to deliver to that customer coming in, that's the same language I have to use to a candidate in getting them, enticing them about an opportunity. Well said. Well, thank you so much, Evan Schoen. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. I mentioned it in the intro, and that was about job hopping. That's something we're going to hear about. Now, we used to look at that as an employer. If you're hopping around a lot of jobs, we don't want to talk to you. But it looks like everybody's going to be doing that into the future. And we're looking for people with lots of vast experience. It's not necessarily negative, might not always be a positive, depends on your culture. That's what Evan had to say. Culture plays a big part of it. Find the right place for you. That's always the most important thing and find the right company because the company wants the right kinds of people. And that's what I learned right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.